This is the John Oakley Show podcast. On a great day for talk radio, it's Friday, tail end of the work week. <laughs> I'm assuming some people are still working. Man, oh man, there's a few of us here. Actually, you know, uh, I'm seeing the construction crew outside. They're building a building right here at Chorus Key. But I can't figure it out because you got uh, a guy in a white helmet, a guy in a yellow helmet, and two guys in blue helmets. I think it's the UN. I was going to say, you must be uh, drywallers from the United Nations or something like that. I mean, what do they represent? <laughs> Peacekeepers. Maybe this is a very volatile construction I site. think they're building a wall around the station, John. Well, you know what? Uh, it might be necessary if things continue to evolve or devolve as they're going. So <laughs> we can keep the hoi polloi out, and it's just going to be about six of us in a bunker mentality. Uh, it could come to that. You make mock, you kid. But listen, it is a serious consideration, as we know. I'm impressed that these guys are still working, and they're not wearing face masks or anything like that. Uh, but there are people who are actually working, but they've changed the uh, apparatus around so that they can actually help in this communal effort, as it were, to uh, fight off this drat virus and uh, doing it in different ways, shapes, and forms when it comes to uh, good hygiene practices. We've been implored to wash our hands and, you know, doing that regularly as a rule. Well, uh, Jerry Gator is the founder and president of the Spirit of York Distillery in the distillery district. Uh, it's a wonderful edifice they've got down there, too. Uh, and he has done just that. He's sort of shape-shifting his operation. Jerry, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing? Yeah, we're all right. We're hanging in. How about you guys? Good. Is it a full production line or everybody gone home? How do you work from home in oh. a distillery? Well, right now we're actually all here. We've been going pretty much 20 hours a day for the last couple of weeks trying to build up production to satisfy this demand. So we're tired, but we feel pretty good. Feel pretty content. So what have you done to change the production to help in this effort? Well, so uh, it, was, it all started a couple of weeks ago when we saw what was going on. and we, uh, We've always given back to the community, right? Our brand's always been about giving 10% of our revenues back to support different uh, GTA associations, social cultural groups. And we're sitting here, we're trying to think, well, what can we do? And uh, then we, uh, we read that story about that guy that was hoarding sanitizers out in, I think it was B.C., yeah. And uh, I guess we kind of pull because, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, the best of human nature and sometimes the worst of human nature, unfortunately, comes out in these crises. So we said, well, geez, we got ethanol. There must be a way we could do hand sanitizer. Mm. So our, our guys out back are distillers. They found this uh, recipe from the World Health Organization that requires 96% ethanol, which is what we produce, mm. and, uh, and distilled water, which we can produce here. And all we needed was two other ingredients, glycerin and hydrogen peroxide. We were able to source that. It was a challenge initially, but we found some great suppliers. People are stepping up like crazy to help us out. Yep. So we shifted our operation, and we've been basically moving our ethanol uh, into hand sanitizer, which I have to say, it's probably the most expensive ethanol you'll ever find a hand sanitizer, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, but doing the Lord's work. So uh, how much, uh, I don't know what you'd weigh it by, or capacity, uh, gallons or liters, uh, how much you're cranking out on a daily basis? Well, okay, so right now, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to accelerate quite a bit. Right now, we're just trying to do enough to satisfy the demand of the people coming to our windows. Mm. Uh, so we're probably doing maybe about, I'm going to say, 1,500 uh, small 140 uh, ml bottles right now that we're handing out. Uh, we're charging $3, uh, giving the proceeds to the food bank. If you can't afford it, it's free. If you're over 65, it's free. And listen, and the great news is yesterday, one day, we raised over $4,000 for the food bank in one day. Wow, that's yeah. a, a major operation. So uh, people come by in the distillery district there, right on Distillery Lane, I guess, right? 
Yeah, we have a we have a window that's open. There's a plexiglass there to, to practice social distancing, so there, there's not much uh, interaction. People have been fantastic spreading out, giving themselves space. They come up, and uh, they either buy, they get. or. But the thing that's been most amazing to me has been the human charity of all. People are coming in, dropping 100 bucks, and saying, give it to the food bank. People are dropping 50 bucks and say, I want to buy the sanitizers for the next 10 people. And, you know, you see stuff like that happening, and this is where the community is really rallying. And this is the stuff that i got to tell you, as I mentioned at the beginning of this call, we're tired, but, my God, do we ever feel great. Right. I, I wonder how the response would be relative to if you were handing out gin or vodka. <laughs> It'd be a different crowd. <laughs> different crowd. Okay, just, just wanted to check because uh, you got your finger on the pulse after all. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Well, this is, uh, you know, it's marvelous. Are you going to do this for the foreseeable future or for as long as it takes? We're going to do this for as long as there's a need. Obviously, our business is about making premium quality spirits. Uh, that's what we do. But we're going to do this because there's a need for the community. Listen, just some great stuff that's been happening, i got to say. Uh, people have been – our digital labels donated their digi- their labels to us, right? we got a company donating corrugates. We also – part of this program was a little bit broader. We wanted to take a price decrease on our spirits mm. because we figured at this time, you know, we sell our vodka and our gin for like forty nine ninety five, which is pricey. It's worth it, but it's pricey. Mm. So we determined we're going to drop everything down just to almost cost the goods and just cover labor because we figure if people have to self-isolate, why not self-isolate with a good vodka? And so the, the whole idea is that, you know, management took a 20% pay cut, all of us, in order to keep our part-time labor employed. So, we're, we're you know, and, and for us, what we're trying to do in our own small way, uh, just trying to set an example of what companies can do, how they could step up, you yeah. know, and, and we're all in this together. And, and I keep telling everyone, you know, we just got to rally and help each other out. So... That's that's pretty much what we're trying to do. Well, and you're doing the Lord's work, as I said before, because after all, self-isolation is a lot more pleasant with a stiff one that you can pour, right? <laughs> yep, that's what I say. <laughs> all right. Uh, and so the hand sanitizer available as well. Uh, whatever you can spare, it's there at the Spirit of York Distillery on Distillery Lane, right in the heart of the distillery district. Jerry, good to talk to you. All the best. And uh, really, you should be proud of yourself and your staff. We thank you for that. Well, and I want to thank you guys for getting the word out here, and it's greatly appreciated. And uh, thank you to everyone for the great community support we've been receiving. Amen to that. Jerry Gooder, founder and president of the Spirit of York Distillery. Oakley Show wants to come back as retailers are uh, being faced with, uh, you know, certain exigencies, too, changing their hours, uh, having to, in the protection of staff and sanitization, as well as keeping people from hoarding, you know, they're uh, changing how many people get into a store at any given time. And I see something where Walmart Canada is hiring 10,000 people. What up with that? We're going to find out in a moment. The Director of Government Relations for Ontario with the Retail Council of Canada is going to weigh in as we update that file in moments on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.